Welcome to Training Unleashed, the show that will help you design and deliver training that's off the chain and will make a difference. Now, here's your host, Evan Hackle. I am thrilled and delighted to have with me John Gordon, who is the Chief Energy Officer of the John Gordon Company and the author of The Energy Bus, plus many other great books. John, I know a lot about you, and I'm thrilled, but would you share with everyone a little bit about yourself, your background, and sort of your area of expertise? Sure. My name is John Gordon. Uh, I'm a writer, a speaker. I get to work with a lot of Fortune 500 companies, sports teams, school districts, and nonprofits. My main core message is, is positive leadership and how to build a great culture with that positive leadership, the kind of culture where people perform at their highest level, people are engaged at work, they love coming to work, they're driven by purpose, and they're also a, a team and an organization that is able to overcome adversity, challenges, negativity, and setbacks that, that all teams and organizations face. So how do we deal with those challenges? How do we overcome them? And how do we become a, a stronger team because of that? Initially, it was just about the energy bus, but then I started writing other books about culture and then about excellence. And then my latest one, The Carpenter, is about loving, serving, and caring and how those are the three greatest strategies of all to grow a business. Okay, so I want to start here with the, your beginning, which is the energy bus. And right. I, I want to share with everyone here, uh, people always ask me, what is the number one book if you're going to recommend any book on business? And I always tell them the same thing, the energy bus. Thank you. Uh, and I... I do believe it is the core of, 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 a, of a good business to have people that are positive and are working in a positive environment. So I want to just ask you, how did you come up with the idea? What, what was the impetus of, of coming up? And, and just maybe I should say for people that don't know about the book, uh, why don't you tell people about the book? I could tell them, but you'd be better, probably better at it than I would. Just yeah. give people a brief synopsis of it and then, then get into sort of maybe how you thought it and where Sure. Well, well, first, I'm not naturally a positive person. I grew up in Long Island, New York in a Jewish-Italian family. A lot of food, a lot of guilt, a lot of wine, a lot of whining. And I think growing up in the family I grew up in, I, I wanted to be a more positive person. And so as I got older, I started to pursue it. I faced a lot of challenges, a lot of negativity in myself and in my own life. And so I really wanted to be the best version of myself. So that would lead me to do all this research on positive psychology, ways I could be more positive. This was during the emerging field of positive psychology. It was just beginning. So I started taking some of the research I found, I started putting it into practice. And I started to see a big impact in my life. I then wrote The Energy Bus after walking one day, thinking about writing a fable, and bam, the idea just came to me. Energy Bus, about a bus driver who changes the life of a passenger. It's about a guy named George who's miserable and negative. His team at work is in disarray. He has problems at home, and he's just fed up with life. And he was really easy to write about because he was, he was based on me. And so, oh, wow. has, yeah, it was, it was really easy to write. So he has this important meeting to get to. He walks inside, asks his wife to take him to work, and she won't. That was based on personal experience as well. So then he has to take the bus to work. And he gets on the bus, and he meets Joy, the bus driver. And she calls him Sugar. And she and a cast of characters teaching the 10 rules for the ride of his life that, that not only help him become a more positive leader, but a better father, a better husband. And it's about getting his team on the bus and moving in the right direction with, it, with a shared vision, focus, and purpose. 
And at the core, it's about someone who has to overcome all the adversity, all the challenges, all the negativity to ultimately define himself and his team's success. And it's about the power of positivity. You know, the kind of optimism and belief in positivity that transforms organizations and teams. You know, the research shows that positivity is, is a skill. I mean, we can develop it. And we're not talking about Pollyanna positive, right? So often the, the power of positive thinking, right, gets a bad rap. We're, we're talking about the kind of positivity that, that builds winning teams. So the latest research shows that optimistic salespeople outperform pessimistic salespeople. We know positive leaders are better able to garner the support of their team and, and move them in the right direction. We know that people experience more positive emotions. They're able to see the big picture. They're able to, to get through the problems and the challenges, to identify solutions in order to create a brighter and better future. Whereas if you're negative, you focus on the problems. And it's so hard to, to get out of, of that rut. And then we know that teams that have more positive interactions versus negative interactions, so positive to negative, those teams start to flourish. They start to perform at a, at a higher level. So what we do is we work with organizations, help develop positive leaders, help develop an organization that has more positive interactions. We help build positive winning teams. And when you start to do that, you start to see an organization that, that flourishes. And the best part of all is I've worked with a lot of sports teams, NFL, NBA, oh. college teams. You see these principles happen you know, firsthand. You see them work firsthand in that environment. And you know if you can win in the locker room, you win on the field and the court. You know if you win in the office, you then win in the marketplace. And, and the same principles apply. Okay, I have to ask you, can you share at least one story about work with a, with a sporting team? Sure, sure. I was just on the NFL um, Network doing a podcast uh, with um, one of their analysts talking about the same exact story. It's a great one in dealing with negativity. It's a great one in dealing with, with energy vampires. We all have them in our organizations. We have them in our schools, our businesses, and our sports teams. So Mark Richt, University of Georgia football coach, called me about four years ago. He had the entire team read the energy bus, and then I went and spoke to the team. After I spoke, they lost the first two games. Wow. I thought, yeah, not good if you're a speaker. I thought I, I ruined them. So after the second loss, I sent Coach a text. I said, Coach, I still believe in you guys. He sent me a text back. He said, John, the guys are staying positive. They're still on the bus. In years past, we've allowed energy vampires to sabotage our team, but not this year. This year, we won't allow it. In their big meeting room, they put a huge picture of an energy vampire on the wall. And yeah. anytime the players was being a vampire, they took the player's picture and they put it on the wall. No one wanted to be on the wall. Now, I'm not saying people should do this in their offices, right? Employee of the month, vampire of the month, you know? <laughs> I'm not saying they should do that. But what I am saying is they were a team that stayed positive together. And they said, we're not going to allow negativity to sabotage the work that we're here to do. Our mission and our team dynamic and our team environment. We're not going to allow that. They went on to win the next 10 games in a row, making it to the SEC championship. Powerful impact. It's happened over and over again with the organizations I've worked with. Even a school district, you know, principal told me that they said, hey, I want everyone on my bus. Several people didn't get on the bus. Well, they talked to those people and they were very negative. They were vampires. And now they found another bus for those teachers to be on. Leaders do this all the time in the business world. They invite people on the bus and they find out who's engaged. Now, it doesn't give you the right, though, as a leader to just say, hey, you're on my bus or you're off. I want to make that clear right. because sometimes I get emails from people saying, you know, my boss gave us the, the energy bus and they're not living it. You know, you have to be <laughs> someone who lives it. You first get people to get on your bus through being a great leader. 
by loving them, by engaging them, by coaching them and mentoring them and guiding them and developing a relationship with them. And if you do all those things as a great leader and you are someone they want to follow, then if they're negative, then if they're sabotaging, if they're not willing to change, then you have to let them off the bus. They'll sabotage the team. But you do everything you can at first to get them on. But if they're not willing and they're sabotaging the team, you have to let them off. Yeah. Well, I, I wanted to share with, with people that, you know, I love the book and I consult. And um, one of the first things I generally do with the team is have everyone read the book. I, I downloaded and bought your leader guide, um, which, is, which is very, very helpful. And, and it really changes the conversation. Uh, because when you want to have people having positive conversation, if you have these people that are these energy vamp vampires that just, just can't help themselves, when they read the book and they talk, it sort of like gets them to kind of, hey, you know what, I'm the vampire and I'm going to do better. And to your point, if they do do better, that's great. Right. But I'll just share, share one other point. I have two companies. I have Total Training, which is the one sponsoring this event. I have Engage Consulting where we do engagement work primarily in the franchise space, better relationships, franchisor, franchisee. Um, the day that our company bought Total Training, the first thing I had every employee do was read the energy bus. Oh, because you. I said, you know what, with any transition, there's nervousness, there's lack of trust, they're, they're doomsayers, and, and I wanted to start everything off right. And, you know, the, which I love. But here's the thing I constantly hear about the energy bus from people is I get it. I love it. But I've got so many people I want to give the book to. <laughs> this person needs the book. Okay. And, and, but they're not necessarily in their control within the organization, etc. cetera. How, how do you create that positive culture within an organization when you don't have the control over the whole organization? Well, I've had a lot of people just start to share the book around with people they believe should read it. So I've had people, frontline workers, share it up with managers, managers that have read it, share it with senior vice presidents, senior vice presidents sharing with CEOs. That's how the book is spread. You know, when it came out, it was rejected by over 30 publishers at first. And really? I, yeah, it was rejected by a lot of publishers. I had to go on a 28-city tour, you know, sharing the message in the book after it came out. None of the bookstores would carry it. So I had to live and breathe the message in the book of dealing with negativity and just staying positive on the journey, sharing the message one person at a time. But that's what happened. After that 28-city tour, one person shared it with another, who shared it with another, who shared it with another. And now we're almost at a million copies sold of, of this book because it's such an important message. I mean, I'm so thankful that it's getting out there because that was my passion and purpose when I wrote it. It's why I went on this tour, paid for it by myself. Publisher wouldn't even pay for it because I was an unknown author. But I truly believe that it was something that can transform teams and organizations. So you share it around. And now we also have, you know, we have videos that organizations use to share the message. We, we have a DVD program that we created. And we also, my publisher just created an animated training program where each person goes through the program after reading the book and they start to incorporate the positivity in their own life. They start to see themselves in the story. They change their yeah. perspective, shift their behavior. But if, if, you're, you know, if you're not in control, fire or hire, remember, you have to just drive your bus. You make your bus great. You may not be driving the big bus, you might be driving right. the minibus, but you make that bus great and you invite people on that bus and you influence people around you. And when you do that, 
that leads to more influence and a bigger bus over time. I always say the energy bus is ever expanding. So you start impacting people where you are and then the impact grows and the influence grows to reach others. Yeah, and when, you're, when you follow the principles, people mirror you. They, they respond to you in that way, which is huge. We're so glad you're listening to this episode of Training Unleashed, brought to you by Tortal Training. The difference between Tortal Training and other online training companies is we're primarily a training company with technology rather than a technology company that does training. Want to find out more? Just go to Tortal.net. That's T-O-R-T-A-L, Tortal.net. I also want to point out you have a book called The Energy Bus for Children. Yes. And I I took your book and I and I bought the ones for the, I had uh, at the time I did this was quite a few years ago. I had a nine year old. I had to read your kids' book, and then at that time I guess I had like an eighteen and a sixteen. I had them read the full book, and we had family discussions about the book, uh, which was which is really, and it's an incredible message for kids. And I know this isn't about kids, so we won't spend too much time there. But it's fun. Yeah. It is fun, and you it's should feel very proud of it. Yeah, it's fun and rewarding, you know, because it's the kind of book where, you know, people see me speak in a business. I'll even have, you know, presidents, CEOs, uh, you know, human resource, uh, heads of human resource, heads of training. Hey, took your book home, using it at home, and wow, it's making an impact on my family. We're, our kids are not reading The Energy Bus for Kids, impacting there. And honestly, that's actually some of the most rewarding emails that I get from people to know we're impacting in the home because you know my journey started in the home i wanted to be a positive driver in my home when i wrote the energy bus that's why it's about a guy who's dealing with home issues and work issues like we all do and how do we overcome both of those through our positive influence in the people we lead you know when you become a positive leader you don't just make yourself better you make everyone around you better and it's important to remember that well i'll tell you my my middle son is a professional skier and he is unbelievably positive person wow. he radiates positiveness credits your book for a lot of it wow. he talks about your book and this is the truth i buy your book generally 10 20 at a time because i'm using them with clients thank you okay i might be your number one customer you just didn't even know it <laughs> but anyhow i have friends of my son who say alex keeps talking about this energy bus book do you have a copy i can borrow you know which is really cool that you know, that's how much he loves the book. So, you know, it, 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 the book is truly, a, I say that, and people, by the way, will see me interview a lot of people. I've not said that about any other book. It's not like I'm saying every author, your book is life-changing. There are a lot of other good books in this series, lots of them, but yeah. is this. So let me, let me ask you, sort of walk through the, how do you start? I, I assume start with you read the book yourself, but, you know, take it from, from, from there how you would then introduce this into, a, into an organization. So how do you be more positive first? Can we start there? Sure. Sure. So first it starts with you, right? You have to demonstrate it. You have to lead it. So I'm not even talking about reading the book first. I think the first thing you do is start taking a walk of gratitude, a thank you walk every day. Something I did 13 years ago when I wanted to be more positive as a person. My wife said to me, you're miserable, you're negative, and I love you, but if you don't change, you know, you're off the bus. So I wanted, I wanted to change. And so I started taking these walks of gratitude. It was something I came up with. And each day I would walk, I would practice gratitude. The research shows you're flooding your brain and your body with these positive emotions that uplift you rather than the stress hormones 
that slowly drain you. And we can't be stressed and thankful at the same time. So every day you do this, over time, you create a fertile mind that is ready for great things, ready for success. You become a more positive person. You become more resilient to stress. You become more optimistic. You're ready to take on the day in a greater way. Doesn't happen right away, you know? Takes a week, a month, a year. But think about if you do this for a year, every day, or almost every day. You're gonna miss a few here and there. I can tell when I do, right? Over time, you mold your brain to be more positive. You begin to change your brain function and how you think and ultimately your perspective and how you see the world because how you see the world determines the world you see so it first starts with you and then you start to live it you start to breathe it yeah, john if i if i could just interrupt with one thing at our household my wife and this nothing to do with your book but has to do with what you're talking about has to start every dinner with each person sharing three good things that happened with us today it's great and she does it because she says I want you to live life through the filter, not the filter of sadness. Mm. And that we don't tend to look for happiness. Um, and it's sort of to your idea of the walk of gratitude and thinking about those things. And uh, so I just thought I, I would share that with you. I love, but, that. Uh, I love that she does that. And I love the way you just said filter. She said the filter, right? Because yeah. how you see it, is it a challenge or is it an opportunity? When my kids were young, and I wrote this in the energy bus, but one of the things the character does is he starts asking his kids before bed what their success of the day is. So what was the yeah. one great thing that happened that day? Because at the end of the day, what do we usually do? Oh, this went wrong. This didn't go right. That meeting went bad. No. What went right? What was the one great meeting, the one great interaction, the one light bulb that came on that day? And the more you focus on the good things, the more you see the good things, guess what? You look, you, you look forward to tomorrow. You look forward to recreating that again and again. You look for the positive. And so I think it's great that, that, that they do that. Great organizations, they focus on, on the successes. They focus on the victories. They focus on the triumphs. They learn from their mistakes. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. They learn from their challenges. But they focus on the great things. And the small wins eventually lead to the big wins. But sharing this in the organization really starts with a vision. Now, I think it's important when you're becoming positive, you then have to share a positive vision for your team and your organization. And when you do that, you then can start rallying people towards that vision. And then you ask each person on your team and your organization, okay, here's the vision. How do you want to contribute to it? How do you believe you can contribute to it? And then most importantly, how can I help you? How can I help you be your best? And how, how can I help you contribute to the vision and do your best work? So now it's not just about you doing something. It's about engaging them to be right there with them, to coach and guide them through the process. And that's yeah. where leadership happens. That's where great teamwork happens. Yeah, no, no, doubt, no doubt about it. Um, so you've done all of that. How do you keep it alive after? How do you keep it not just once and done? Right. Well, that's why we do training. I mean, that's why training is so important. Keynotes alone aren't going to do it. And I do a lot of keynotes, but I know well and good that there has to be follow-up. There has to be training that helps people take action, that helps ingrain the culture and the belief and the mindset and the behaviors into daily life, into daily work. Who are we? What do we want to be known for? What do we stand for? How do we live and breathe this every day? So you want to make sure you reinforce it. A lot of the great organizations I've worked with, 
they've done it. I often say that the genius is, is not on stage, it's in the audience. I learned so much from the companies that have utilized the energy bus and how they've done it. So we have tons of best practices. I'm definitely gonna do a best practice summit at some point because there's so many organizations doing different things. UPS, for instance, rolled out the energy bus in the Northwest region to their 1,000 leaders who then rolled it out to their 12,000 drivers. And they simply focused on one thing, more positive reinforcement and more positive interactions and comments and praise. That was it. And sure enough, they saw morale go up, engagement went up, absenteeism went down, and their numbers went out. Went up. For the first time, I actually had a company that measured the results. I've been hearing a lot about it, but I, but I saw it. So doing different practices that highlight the actions and behaviors in the book is key. Energy vampires, making sure there's a way that we talk about it, we deal with the negativity that can sabotage our team. We talk about the impact of negativity on our organization. So you bring that to light from a cultural standpoint. And then we do the 10 rules and we put them into practice. I have companies that give chief energy officer awards out to people in their company now as a way to highlight. There's organizations that do a book study with, with the book. They do one rule at a time. And now with the energy bus training program, with the animated program we have, that's even going to be more powerful for, to help organizations make it a part of each person who works there so that they can now ingrain those, that mindset, that belief, and that positivity into how they approach every day at work. So let's talk about the, 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 uh, the animated series. How, how, does that, how does that work? Is it a long program, short program? Is it something in, done in group, done individually? Right, if you, if you took it all the way straight through, just doing the videos, the animated videos, it's 45 minutes. But you watch a video, and then there's interaction during the video. The company that did it is just incredible. And then the animation is, is amazing. It's, it's, it's cartoon, but it, it's so cool how they took the characters from the book and brought it to life. So you, you watch that, then you answer some questions, and then there's some actions that you need to take. So you can break down and do one rule per week, you could do one rule per month if you're an organization. You can go through the whole program as part of just a training course and go through all 10 rules with, with a facilitator guiding you or someone within the company. It doesn't need to be us. It can be someone in your company. Just take help, help guide the people as they're going through it. Or you can just be self-directed and do it on your own. And at the end, the program generates an action plan for you to follow that allows you to take these principles and ideas and put them into action. See, that's the key. And so it's a very yeah. exciting program. Yeah, no, it sounds cool. And honestly, until we started talking about this, I didn't even know about it. So I'm definitely enrolling, um, definitely enrolling. And, um, you know, it, it's positiveness is infection. I just to share just a, a little story, if I could. Yesterday, I went to lunch. And the hostess said, would you like to be in the bar area or in the restaurant area? And I said to her, you know, it really doesn't matter. Which wouldn't be more convenient for you? And she said, no one's ever asked me that before. <laughs> uh, so, and, you know, just it's, just, it's amazing, though, when you do say nice things and you do, do go out of way for people, how they, how, they, how, they, how they change. Yeah, we live in a world right now where people are more busy and stressed than ever. I don't believe that they want to be negative, but, but we are because we're so busy and stressed. We have so much on our plate. We have more technology than ever. And I believe that's causing people to act in ways that, that aren't loving anymore, that aren't kind anymore. We're, we're losing yeah. our civility in so many ways. We're so focused on surviving in ourselves that we're no longer being selfless and caring about others. But it is contagious. And when you put some intention to it 
and you focus on it. It's amazing how you become a better teammate. I said there are three things that we control every day. Our, our attitude, positivity, our effort, how hard we work, and our actions to be a great teammate. How are we impacting our home team, our work yeah. team, and the people we interact with on a daily basis? Super. Uh, John, I want to thank you. It's just terrific having you be part of this. And uh, thank all the listeners for listening, and everyone have a great day. It was an honor. Thank you so much. Oh, you're very welcome. This has been Training Unleashed, but it doesn't stop here. Just go to trainingunleashed.net to subscribe to the show. That way, you'll never miss an episode, and you'll be well on your way to delivering training programs that are off the chain. We'll talk to you next time on Training Unleashed. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.